so that brings us up to date uh, for both of us with the our, our musical journey as far as bands that we've been in from our, our beginnings to where we are now and it, it, there's 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 some things that, that I left out uh, that I forgot about until you brought up some some parts in your story and I'm maybe even vice versa yeah so yep. uh, I'm sure in future episodes we'll we'll get in around we'll get around to that uh, it'll be it'll be fun to it'll be fun to visit and uh, and revisit those those stories but um there is uh, something on our our agenda uh, that I'm looking forward to that we haven't gotten we haven't gotten into yet, and it is the variation ah, the, yes. of the cocktail, the old fashioned. I, and traditionally, should... the old fashioned is what is it? A, a muddled sugar cube, uh, a, a, a cherry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, an orange slice or an orange peel. A couple splashes of bitters. Bitters. Yep. Okay. A couple slices of bitters. Uh, I, I think. And a bourbon of some sort. Right. Yeah. Even a straight whiskey. Over ice. Uh, typically over a one large cube. Okay. The interesting thing is, as I've kind of researched it and read into old fashions and that, I did not realize that some of the traditional recipes for that were you know sugar cube or a teaspoon of sugar over your large cube and then your bourbon's poured on top of that which then dissolves it down in there i didn't realize that that was actually a thing for the traditional recipe on that and so I remember at Until one Until when? when? When did you discover this? Uh, a few years ago. A few years uh, ago. Okay. I, I, I was sitting at a bar and watching them make an old fashioned, and it, I just kind of did a kind of a, a head Confused turn. dog. Yeah. Look, where it kind of yeah, tilts. I was like, you hearing a what, weird noise? What are you doing? I forget where or who I learned it from. I might have learned it from my sister, but I've learned to do my old fashions with maple syrup versus uh you know and simple syrup is another way to do an old-fashioned but the the granular sugar is actually a traditional recipe i'd always made an old-fashioned with simple syrup so it's already dissolved and so that time that that is is that what simple syrup is is just a a simple syrup is sugar and water okay 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 and at this point I had been making my old fashions with maple syrup instead of simple syrup. Maple syrup gives it a little bit more of a richness to the flavor and uh, and kind of enhances a lot of the flavors that are already there. just helps bring them out a little bit more. I'm probably going to be saying, wow, quite a bit. Wow. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> Tell me more. So we got, okay, so... Uh, it says uh, you brought up the uh, the bitters. We'll be using some Fontaine Black. Yeah. Uh, smashed Bada Bing Cherry. Is there any? You know, I uh, any secret to the smashed Bada Bing Cherry? Just like with a, with a typical old fashioned, it's it's muddling the the cherry to to kind of release uh, those flavors. Excellent. Uh, I don't have any Bada Bing cherries. Uh, I have sounds very Joey from Friends. I have machino. I, I do have machino cherries. Okay, those are good. But I also have the Woodford Reserve. Okay. barrel aged cherries. Okay, will those which be, I prefer. I, I will those be similar to what we had uh, after the photo shoot? They are exactly that, what we had. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, those... The, like, compared to the, uh, what do you call them, Machino? Machino. Chairs? Yeah. I, I was called Maraschino or Maraschino. It is Maraschino. Whatever. Whatever. Potato, potato. But, like, whatever you want to call them, uh, they have completely different flavor profile. Well, like, uh, bright so red versus the barrel-aged brown. Yeah, I would, I would definitely cherries. go with that. What about the orange peel? Orange peel is part of this, uh, this variation, this recipe. Uh, do you have a different kind of orange peel? So I've been buying these uh, dehydrated orange slices. Uh, Amazon, again, is a wonderful uh, resource for finding these. Any s- specific kind of orange that you can uh, recall? There's, there's, I, believe there's, there's the, I, I believe these are navel orange. Navel, okay. Dehydrated okay. navel oranges, yep. But what I found interesting with this, uh, so what we have here is uh, on Von Payne's website, they have a section of their website called Libations, and they've got probably eight, eight, nine different recipes on there for for different cocktails, and one of them is their current old-fashioned. What I think is interesting as I've kind of looked at this, I realize their recipe here does not have a simple syrup or sugar component to it, which I guess doesn't, I, I guess makes sense because as we kind of describe, as we were kind of describing that, there is a lot of a sweetness and tartness and the fruitness uh, that is already in the blended whiskey yes. from the current uh, berry that their recipe doesn't need that little splash of sweetening but it does have the the four dashes of aromatic bitters it's got the smashed cherry so we'll i'll use the uh, barrel aged cherry on that and then uh, i will throw in a dehydrated orange peel and uh, go from there i like it i like it I, I can't wait. Really, really, I, I can't wait to see this thing assembled and see just what it looks like—a visual, a visual presentation of what this thing looks like. So we just took a moment to mix up the the variation of the uh, the current old fashioned, not the current as the latest version of the old fashioned, but the current C U R R A N T old fashioned. I don't know why I needed to put so much emphasis on the definition of the vernacular here, but. Uh, we started off with muddling the cherry, and uh, from there we added eight dashes of, of uh, aromatic bitters because it's a double recipe. A double recipe, which honestly, now that we've put it in the glass, <laughs> I, I, I could have drank a double them on my own. <laughs> it's, it's a very beautiful presentation. <clears throat> As you will see in the in the in the video somewhere, we'll probably post it on uh, Instagram and or uh, TikTok. And uh, so we did. Uh, we muddled two Woodford Reserve uh, barrel aged cherries. Yep. Uh, we added eight dashes of aromatic bitters into a, an iced whiskey glass. We added a one dehydrated orange. A uh, slice of not the whole damn thing, but a slice of orange. Yeah, as as much as I love the you know the dehydrated orange slices are fantastic because they're they're a no brainer. There's no prep work. You literally uh, I keep them in a vacuum sealed 
container, and so uh, you pop the top off, pop one in the in the glass, and as you drink, and I even use them in some sometimes when I pour neats, I'll, I'll put one of those in the bottom and then just pour a little bit on there, and over time, your whiskey, your bourbon hydrates that orange back, and by the time you're done with it, you can actually you know eat it if you want, and, and the orange flavors come out. Uh, as it sits there in the liquid uh, for a while. But the thing you do miss with a dehydrated garnish, because uh, that's really what they are, that, that's what they're sold as, is uh, cocktail garnishes. You miss the fresh uh, orange and, and the the oils and juices that come right off of the rind. So, so typically, you know, if you were to cut yourself a twist, an orange twist off of a fresh orange, you would slide it around the rim to get a little bit of that, that orange oil right on the, the edge of it. And then you would twist it over the glass to, to squeeze out just a little bit of it and then drop it down in there. But, I love the the dehydrated slices just because they're they're no no brainer. They're super it's simple. They're simple. They're easy. No fuss, no muss. Right. Easy to store. You've had a long day. You get home. You just want to pour yourself a quick drink. This is a great thing to just drop in your glass and go. Don't even have to make it into a cocktail. It's it's great for neats because you it gives you that immediate little bit of an orange flavor. Clank clank clank. And I haven't even tried it yet. I just, I just smell it, and it smells amazing. So, and I, this is the uh, the savor the burn version of this recipe. It is. It's got a really great smell on the nose. Nothing like a couple of weirdos like sniffing the hell out of a cocktail, <laughs> and trying to talk about it. Just drink it, damn it! In front of a microphone, <laughs> right? You just want to drink it. So I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna drink it. Mm. And cheers. Yeah. Cheers. After the fact, but so good. This is very good. The bitters have really, I don't know, opened up some some new flavors that we You're didn't. You're hearing get. a lot of clinking because we keep we keep stirring the damn glass because <laughs> you know we just want everything to mix and give us the full flavor profile. It's very very tasty. Very pleased with this, with this, uh, with this recipe. Yeah, so we we both recognize that we that we both have a uh, a, a love and a respect for for music, and we both have a love and a respect for uh, alcoholic beverages. So whatever that ended up being, uh, sounded like th- those conversations that we were having, whether it be over over text or 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 uh, you know, face to face in person, it sounded, it sounded uh, that uh, to us like maybe other people would love to be a part of this conversation, and so really that that's uh, that's probably where the genesis of the idea of coming up of uh, starting this podcast came from was let's include um, anybody that might want to be a part of this conversation to be a part of this conversation because. We know that we knew that that if we love these things, other people, chances are they love them too. So, uh, what better way to expand 
the footprint of a conversation than to put it in a podcast. It seems like there's 101,000 podcasts out there, but you know why not throw it out there and see if anybody wants to join this conversation so no it, it yes it is jonathan and 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 w2 wayne if you want to call him that <laughs> uh yes it is it is us and yes it is savor the burn but we are 100% i at least i'm 100% willing to open the door and and let anybody that wants to talk Cocktails. Absolutely. Anybody who wants to talk rocktails during the break when we put together this uh, this cocktail for the for the old fashioned, uh, we talked about a, a friend of of W 2s that uh, uh, that he was actually just, the singer just, in the post Christian rock band uh, that that he had going on uh, is is still uh, after how many years? We just rounded the thirty year mark. 30 years. That's a, still, lo- that's a long, 30 years, long time. After 30 years, a, still a, a great friend. We still put up and, with each other's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Thick and, and thin. That, that sums up any relationship, whether it be friendship or uh, wife, girlfriend, etc., etc. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm sure he's got great rock tales to add to the cocktails. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, tapping him and, and, his, and his memory bank for, for some great for some great ideas uh, to add to this conversation. And this is really kind of what I see when the question mark in the sky appears before me and it comes to Savor the Burn, uh, the podcast, it's a continuing conversation of cocktails and rocktails and just having fun with it, whether you drink or not. Maybe maybe you don't drink anymore, but you remember, uh, you, you remember great... Tales of, of rock and metal, or you know whatever musical uh, genre you you happen to uh, to enjoy, uh, I'm I'm interested in hearing those stories. What I mean, uh, we talked about our, our guitar player Carl, uh, his favorite beer, his his <laughs> staple. Uh, he, it is. Uh, is it's mellow. not. It's not just his favorite beer. It. it you. You nailed it on the head. It, yeah. it, it's the staple. It's his staple. Uh, <laughs> is uh, Miller Lite, and he calls it Mother's his, Milk. His life mantra. <laughs> his life mantra is nothing but Mother's Milk. I don't know why I said it that way. It just sounded right at the time. Throw some reverb on that. Mother's Milk, Milk, Milk. But uh, he absolutely loves that that beer and so uh whether whether it's a cocktail or or a beer or a wine we just you know we kind of just want to hang out we want to hear those stories so so i'm going to stop you right there Uh oh uh you know what do you got there you got some little banner you got oh it, yeah what do you got here? so it's he's fa- hiding it from me you can't see this and neither can i he's got it under the damn table <laughs> i'm it, waiting for the presentation it, it's fantastic that i've got like a 25 foot uh headphone extension so i can walk all the way across the room right is he darts halfway across the room so as jonathan's been talking about carl and his miller light and his mother's milk yes oh shit all right so he's got this banner a miller light it dawned on me i have a bandana from my does this have a year on it no it does not (laughs) this was this was from my first uh, ride to Sturges. Okay. Uh, the the bike rally, and it's a Miller Lite bandana, free to ride. So we're looking Miller at like Lite. what a foot and a half by a foot and a half. Yep. Rally for great taste. So all right. It, 
I, I just grabbed this because as much shit as we give Carl for his Miller Lite and his mother's milk, uh-huh. uh, I have drank my fair share of Miller Lite. And honestly, I, I think every musician has drank their fair share of Miller Lite. Yeah, Lord knows I have. Uh, it's funny how how the uh, the scene and the relationship between club and band has changed over the years. But I remember in years past, you know, Miller Miller Lite, Bud Light. Whatever the cheap domestic on tap was, the bands got that for free. And then at some point that became, well, the bands get two or three pitchers. And then that became, well, everyone in the band gets two drink tickets. Two drink tickets. And then that became, yeah, you're on your own. You're on your own. <laughs> yeah. I remember the... What uh, happened to that? The first... Uh, I haven't had a drink ticket in for. <laughs> Man, neither have I. Neither have I. And then, like, I think I remember um, there was a... A local promoter that had his own bar, and uh, we got like a certain percentage <laughs> off of off of uh, not 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 drinks, but like off the menu, like the the grill, <laughs> like the bar and grill menu. So like I got like chicken fingers or tacos or something for thirty percent off because I'm in a band, you know. <laughs> Mozzarella sticks that were frozen Mozzarella and deep fried. Sticks. Jesus, <laughs> popped in the microwave. Christ. I'll give you ten percent off the microwave yeah. <laughs> appetizer. No thanks, pal. <laughs> Thank you. Moonshine shots, two dollars each. <laughs> Apple pie. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. If you know, you know. <laughs> Still, you know, respect for that guy for sure. <laughs> I'm not sure for name dropping promoters and such, but yeah, we we were uh, we were doing a lot of his shows over the years. Good, good times. Good time. Good time. <laughs> so, so that's kind of what we're looking to do. We may not kick ass every single time. Not yeah. not every podcast. I I would I would expect my expectations aren't so high that I'm going to think that every podcast that we do is going to be a home run. Yeah. so to speak. Uh, we may have a hit or miss here and there. Yeah. I don't really care i'm just looking to i have fun with it and uh, well explore. and that's it's all about the fun you know mm-hmm. in my liquor cabinet i've got some shitty whiskeys in there i've got some great whiskeys in there and everything kind of in between you uh, shared a you video know. with me not too long ago uh where people took average whiskeys or whiskeys that they love and they infused it with tea Right, and it turned uh, from like what you would call a shitty whiskey into something extraordinary. Yeah. and 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 not to copy that, but that I, I'm 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 one hundred percent going to try that. I have not tried that yet. I never so heard of that. Never that, was on my radar, and I was like, oh my Atlanta. <laughs> I, I love tea. Yeah, I love whiskey, and if I've got a whiskey that's kind of questionable in the cabinet. Or an old standard, like I've, I've said. Right. I'm, I'm a fan of of Jim Beam just because it's it's cheap and it's sweet and I like it. Like I don't I don't care. Like who knows it? I don't care. But you know, it's like the ugly girlfriend. You don't know what. I actually, I, I that doesn't even make sense. But like it, I like it. I like I like Jim Beam. So like, why not? Like I know what to expect. When, right. It's like Slayer. Right, you get a you, anytime you would get a new Slayer album, you listen to it like, yep, that's Slayer. Like, so whenever I open up a, a a new Jim Beam bottle, I I know what to expect. Yep, that's Jim Beam. It's it's consistent, and it's you know kind of my baseline standard. And 
it really just kind of goes up from there. Like, a, I don't really mess with uh, Jack Daniels because it's just, it's, it's just not, <laughs> like, once you've had other whiskeys, like Jack Daniels and, like, even Crown Royal. Like, when I first started drinking, it was Crown Royal because yeah. it was a fancy bottle yep. and, like, it came in the bag and nothing else looked like it so you just thought well this is the good stuff <laughs> yeah there, all right we spoke we talked about uh jameson earlier they have a a coffee uh, a coffee infused or coffee oh, flavored yeah. so fantastic good. that's a breakfast it's dangerous whiskey. so dangerous yeah yeah dangerous in a way that like you can drink it and not realize you're drunk right right so like yeah that i i call that a breakfast whiskey because it's so good so good. It's, it's almost, kind of as dangerous as the peanut butter whiskeys uh, that are out the screwball. Yeah, that's dangerous too. It's yeah. like you're drinking your dessert. Once again, my buddy Mitch, mm-hmm. uh, over at his house, he introduced me to uh, to screwball, and the next day I swung by the liquor store on the way home and bought myself a bottle, and before the weekend hit. That bottle was down to like an inch, inch and a half. <laughs> Dangerous, and it goes by quick. And it there's does. A, there's another one in that same vein as the uh, as the flavored uh, whiskeys like that. It's so sweet. It's syrupy like a liqueur, but it's uh, uh, like screwball. But it's called Doughball. It's a cookie. Bo- it's a cookie dough flavored. I've heard of that. I have not tried that one. Yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I found it at. Uh, like I looked liquor store, liquor store, liquor store. I couldn't find it anywhere. And then one day at High V, I got to look and I wonder if they have it here. And by at God, the grocery they, store, f- <laughs> fucking High V. Who who would have thunk it? But yeah, they had it, and it was sitting right next to Screwball. I've got and a so, root beer whiskey upstairs. Uh, I don't know if I've had a root beer whiskey. And again, it, if, if if you don't like root beer, it's probably not your thing. Uh-huh. But if you like root beer, I do. Good God, uh. especially if you make a root beer float. Yeah, and then put a little bit of that in there because that—that's where my mind oh went my. with it. Fuck, <laughs> it's 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 fuck with a capital fuck, bro. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, it, it it's it's amazing. I, I did. Uh, I got out the Ninja Bullet Blender uh, one night, and I did vanilla bean ice cream. I put a little bit of vanilla bean ice cream is the way to go. Like if I, it, it's better than French vanilla, it's better than I hate plain French vanilla. vanilla. First off, French vanilla is yellow, yeah. and that I, if you've ever seen I, a I vanilla like bean, that. it is not yellow. It's not white. No, either, but French blank whatever flavoring is terrible. Creamer. I, I love me some French fries. I, I can eat eat my weight in French fries. Hmm. I, I like French fries. Amen, sister. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. But, yeah. Vanilla bean ice cream. I put a little bit of root beer uh, soda into it. What, and, which brand? Because they do differ. Uh, and it does matter to me. I think that particular time I, I use Barks. Barks is good. Barks okay. is a great, great root beer. I think for root beer floats, Barks and... Dad's uh, root beer is also really Barks, good. Barks, Dad's, and A&W are okay. A&W is really good. A&W is caffeine-free. Yeah, drinking Which is not necessarily a bad thing, but A&W is a solid root beer. It's caffeine-free. Barks is caffeinated. Okay, okay. So, so uh, okay. at the time... Uh, yeah. And drinking it straight, IBC. IBC All day, is every day. F- IBC is a great, but great back to beer. your recipe. The root so, beer float. Yep. You start with vanilla bean, vanilla bean ice cream, 
You add your put your put your 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 root beer in there like you beer. normally would for a root beer float, right? And then do a double shot of okay. the root beer whiskey. I spent I bought I bought a, a bottle of uh, Johnny Walker Blue Label. Uh, it's it's two hundred plus, yeah. And so uh, I bought it because. You know, like I said, my son's in the Air Force, and we don't really get to spend a lot of time together, especially now. So he he told me that he bought this fucking bottle of scotch, and he said it was expensive, but he would not tell me the price. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll go to Hy-Vee. And Hy-Vee has a, an incredible liquor selection of uh, all kinds of, of uh, whiskeys, wines, uh, gins, vodkas, rums. They've got it all. And so uh, I found uh, they had one or two bottles of it, and I could not believe that the price tag on it was 200, 200 even. It was like, you know, 199, 200 even pretty much for this damn bottle of uh, Johnny Walker Blue Label. And I'm like, this is fucking absurd. And so I sent him a message while I'm still in the store. Did you really pay $200 for a bottle of, of, uh, of, of scotch? And all he replied with was something to the effect of like, um... So I knew right away that the answer was yes. And so like the only way that I could share a, a whiskey or share a scotch with my son would have to be virtually over the, over the you know, internet airwaves. So I bought my own bottle of this damn scotch. And uh, we did a you know, Facebook uh, uh, Messenger Live or whatever video call. And we had ourselves a, a, a four hundred dollar <laughs> experience with one another to uh, to try this out <clears throat> with each other, and you know I wouldn't I wouldn't trade that for any amount of money. You know, we we had that we had that moment together. Even though no, it wasn't in person, but it was it was a, it was a special moment that we got to share. So that that's another that's, that's cool. In 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 a way, to me anyway, that definitely rocks. It's a rock tale yeah. for sure. Heck yeah! Because uh, you know, I was I was very happy to 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 spend that two hundred dollars to have that that moment with my son, and you know, like I said, I wouldn't trade that for the world. And so, when it comes to that Blantons, uh, whether he ends up listening to this episode or not, I don't know. Uh, he's currently serving over over in Germany right now, but uh, I mean, once this once this episode or this, uh, yeah, once once this episode is is uh, released, if he chooses to listen to it or or not uh either way i'm gonna end up by the time he comes back into town i'm gonna have a bottle of blanton's one way or another <laughs> and we're gonna you know maybe we'll watch uh, one two or all three of the john wick movies again and we'll have ourselves a, a blanton uh as we as we watch it and we'll, uh four we'll, comes out here for four. too much longer that's right four i forgot is, about yes, that four sir. is either in the works or it's happening uh, not only that you not only have John Wick four coming out, but they are also have started filming for a spinoff called The Ballerina, where they are going to focus on the ballerina school that John Wick, okay, the family he came up okay. through, and that was the uh, the assassin training. Yes. Okay. Uh, that would be interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Even if they made a mini series out of that, that would be very cool. The jo- the John Wick four trailer. I'm so. I don't think I've seen it. I'm so giddy about it. It is. Mm. Oh my gosh! It, just what they're showing on the trailer for looks from a story standpoint looks fucking amazing. All right. And and the little 
glimpses of the action sequences that they're showing looks like it's it's off the chart. So it's probably in post production right now. It's just I don't remember the release date, but it, it's it's soon. It's wow. I think it might be May or June. Oh, he definitely won't be back in town by then, but uh, he will be back in town eventually, Lord willing. Speaking of Blattens, uh, you know the the bottle that I mentioned that I got from our honeymoon. I've had it sit in my cabinet, and I actually have not touched it in a long time. I have probably right at two pours left. So, and I've been saving it because I want to share that with you. So we're going to do the last of my Blanton's on one of these episodes. All right. The infamous... The Blanton's single barrel. Honeymoon Original single barrel. Okay. All right. I'm down. I'm down. That's it for this episode of Savor the Burn podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, feel free to reach out to us at any and all of our uh, social medias at info at savortheburn.com. Reach me at jonathan at savortheburn.com and wayne at w2 at savortheburn.com, uh, our, our three emails. And we will be happy to reply and uh, look into your suggestions, your comments, concerns, um, if you just want to vent and say you guys fucking suck, we'll we'll read it. We may even give you a shout out and a thank you for pointing that out, and bringing that to our attention. So, <laughs> or we may just end up making fun of you. We don't know yet. We haven't reached that point yet. This is still or all the above. All the above. Yeah, we we may thank you for for giving us the input and make fun of you at the same time. Who knows? But chances are we're not going to put you on blast as far as personal name, address, telephone number. But we definitely (laughs) want to hear from you, and we definitely want to get your thoughts and your suggestions. Yeah, we we eagerly await your feedback until we figure out what it is that we want to do. So for now, we're going to rely on you as far as to uh, what you would like us to do until we figure out what it is that we want to do. We have a pretty good idea as to what we want to do. And we're going to explore those avenues as, as far as we uh, as far as we see fit. But uh, we're at, at this point, we are open to suggestions, and uh, we we uh, we are really looking forward to seeing what it is that that this can and and will become. So once again, thank you for listening to Savor the Burn podcast, and uh, until next time, uh, keep on burning. Ha, 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 ha.